on, everybody? It's your buddy. It's your pal, Spaz Phoenix, the YWC Reality Check. And this has been a very newsworthy day. No, I'm not up here to talk to you about NXT Vengeance Day, but I did just finish watching that. It was, it was an alright show. Um, I am here to talk about the two big news stories of the day, big new, two news stories of the, uh, the past 24 hours or so. No, it's not the new exciting WWE show, Level Up which I couldn't give a tinker's damn about. Basically, you're going to see it. It's, it's no secret. There's no uh, there's no rabbit in the hat. It's going to be in the title of the pod. Um, we might get Austin versus Owens at Mania, which is, uh, which is a thing that might happen. And supposedly, Cody Rhodes has left AEW and might be on his way back to WWE. Now, I'm not doing this as any type of news thing. I haven't done any deep dive on either of these things. If you want uh, more in-depth opinions, go check out somebody like Joe Cronin or Good Mike Work. If you want actual, like, dig down dirt uh, news angles on this, go check out What Culture and any podcast or video that doesn't include the uh, bias-ass Michael Sidgwick. Um, I'm just here to give you I mean, let's be real, it's going to be the headline for the rest of the week, so I might as well get some content out of it, right? Um, talk, about, uh, talk about the WrestleMania one first, because one of the things that's circling around WrestleMania this year is they don't have a big, like, a big thing. They have all the title matches set where we pretty much know that we're going to get Roman versus Lesnar. We know we've got Charlotte and Ronda. We're probably getting Bianca Belair with yet another shot at Becky Lynch, which is obnoxious because of course it is. But there's no spectacle matches, there's no outside celebrity matches because if you assume that Ronda Rousey is going to come back for another run, then she's just a part of the roster. If Lesnar's here to hold a title, then I know people think that Lesnar is an outsider, but if he's holding a title, he's part of the roster, at least for a little bit. Uh, much like if this weekend, if Lita won the title off of Becky Lynch, which, spoiler, she's not going to do, she would be a member of the roster. <coughs> Who's not a part of the roster is a Hall of Famer. Last time he wrestled was, I think, in, like, 2013 or something ridiculous like that. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, Stone Cold Steve Austin would be a headline anywhere. And it's one of the... I'm going to get into whether he should be or not in a second. But Stone Cold Steve Austin, at a two-night WrestleMania, in the, deep in the heart of Texas, as they say, is a big deal. And it's, it's fitting that you would put him with somebody like Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, who's sort of been rudderless. Kevin Owens, who's been doing sort of another buddies that are bound to break up thing with Seth Rollins. Now, Seth Rollins, I hope to God, is going to be doing something worthwhile at WrestleMania as well. But, I mean, we saw him do it with Sami Zayn, we saw him do it with Chris Jericho, you know, Le Champion Chris Jericho, and it, now it looks like they're they're running that back with Seth Rollins, which, to my per, to my personal taste, is not a best use of either, either one of those guys' strengths. Now, the only reason I would have accepted it is because these guys did have a match scheduled for the WrestleMania that took place in the PC, you know, in the before time, in the long, long ago, and that had to take place in an empty arena with Kevin Owens jumping off the WrestleMania sign in a gym. And 
for that purpose, running it back at a proper WrestleMania with a crowd would have a certain, um, a certain make good quality to it. Much like we are, and it's going to happen in Saudi Arabia, and we're going to talk about Saudi Arabia later this week. We're getting Roman Reigns versus Goldberg, which was also advertised for that WrestleMania, which normally I would groan about, but it's kind of cool that they're acknowledging we never got that two years ago. So it does get a bit of a pass from me. Yes, I'm accused of giving WWE passes way too often. So if they had gone with Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins, it would have been it would have been fine. It would have been good. It would have been two good wrestlers doing good wrestler things. And I, and I would have been down with that. Don't get me wrong. I like Seth Rollins. I like Kevin Owens. And I think the two of them together could have put together a fantastic match now that they actually have an audience. But you bring into, you bring into focus that they want something big and that it might be Stone Cold Steve Austin and that the person that they might trust to bring in this old older legend, who I think is 53 now, somebody's going to correct me down in the box below, I'm sure, um, to come in and handle that. Uh, Dolph Ziggler's done a lot of stuff like that. Dolph Ziggler had, had a Goldberg match, and he ragdolled for Goldberg, as he's supposed to do, and Goldberg looked like a million bucks. And then look at all the other Goldberg matches we had, especially in Saudi. Um, but to say, not only are we going to bring in Austin, but we're going to put him with Kevin Owens, puts a great amount of trust in Kevin Owens. It puts a great spotlight on Kevin Owens. You're facing Stone, the returning Stone Cold Steve Austin, the returning, conquering, almighty Texas legend Stone Cold Steve Austin in Texas. Now that he's running these promos where he's either buddy-buddy with Texas or he hates Texas and he's putting over Montreal, Quebec, Canada, which I think is a great dichotomy in its own right. But it does sort of... It's a band-aid. And it's not real, but on the surface level, it is sort of a band-aid for the people like myself who would say they really haven't, they've really spun their wheels, they really haven't known what to do with Kevin Owens in a while. What else it does is it sort of shuts up the people that were really, really, you know, I, I don't know, tearing up their WWE Network subscription or tearing up their Kevin Steen t-shirts when Kevin Owens decided to re-sign with the with the almighty boogeyman WWE instead of going where everybody wanted him to go, which was AEW, which would have been fine as well. But now you start to see it. Now you start to see sort of why he would have maybe stayed. Hey, we're going to give you something big at WrestleMania. Hey, you're going to get a big spotlight at WrestleMania. Hey, your spotlight in WrestleMania in Texas might be Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I'm sure they drove a truckload of money up to his house as well, which doesn't hurt things either. Um, if this is true, and as I say, I'm treating this as a rumor, uh, because that's all we can do at the moment, because somebody told somebody, told somebody with a little bit of credibility, told somebody with a little bit more credibility, told somebody with a little bit more credibility, and then I saw it on a What Culture video. Let's be real. Um, if this is true, it's fantastic. I'm a fan of Kevin Owens. I watched back the, uh... You guys know when at the start of, of COVID, I was doing the uh, WrestleMania, or sorry, not WrestleMania, the uh, NXT Rewind series where I was looking at the first few takeovers, the ones that took place actually in full sale when Kevin Owens debuted. He beat the fuck out of CJ Parker, came back at the end of the night and apron powerbombed Sami Zayn. That was my introduction to Kevin Owens. I hadn't known Kevin Steen, but I've followed him since that day in, in NXT. And if he gets that spot, never mind, am I going to enjoy the match or not? I'm just happy for this guy who's entertained me all these other times to have what he perceives as a cool moment. Now, if all this ends up being false, 
the the downside of that is whatever they do give Kevin Owens at WrestleMania, regardless of how good it is, regardless of whether it is the Seth Rollins thing, is going to pale in comparison to what we thought might happen because we saw a rumor that was read off a website by another guy on YouTube and repeated by your buddy, your pal Spaz Phoenix, the YWC reality check here on this pod right here. Um, so that's the downside. The downside is if it's not true. But to be fair... The downside of any rumor like this is, well, what if it's not true? So I can't really bring that into into uh, focus. Now, the other part of it is, is you get that section of the wrestling population. I mean, AEW gets a pass, obviously, because they're full of old fucks. But you get that section of the wrestling community who says, oh, that guy's too old, he shouldn't come back. Meanwhile, like, Sting is still wrestling, and Billy Gunn is still wrestling, etc., etc., etc. But they're doing it in the, in the God Almighty AEW, where everything is okay. The question is whether Stone Cold should come back, and what he's going to be like, what he's going to be able to do, how much Owens would have to carry him, etc. Now, all of that is... It's realistic... But it's also super disrespectful. <laughs> now, I shouldn't be the one to come up on a podcast and tell anybody about being respectful because I'm pretty blunt about my opinions and who can absolutely go and fuck the fuck off. But the fact that Austin can come back and do anything when we thought he could do nothing, put the same category on a guy like Daniel Bryan, who we thought could never do anything ever again, put the same category on somebody like Edge, who we thought could never do anything ever again, put the same category on somebody like Paige, who right now we assume can't do anything ever again, but if she comes back, that would be awesome as well. On the one hand, if he's coming back, if he's coming back in Texas, I'm pretty sure he's gonna make sure that he can do something, and if he can't, Somebody like Owens, who's fucking awesome, is going to work their way around that. Now, in Austin's day, back in the day, the whole WWE style became a brawling style because that's what he needed it to be, and he was the head of the, of the, of the pack, so to speak. So it's not exactly like Owens can't brawl. Nobody's, nobody's pulling off 450 splashes and Canadian Destroyers in this match. I mean, Kevin Owens can, but we don't expect that. We might get a stunner. We might get, you know... Uh, we might get a stunner battle, like dueling stunners or whatever, but, like, Austin's come back to give people stunners a lot. Like, when him and a bunch of the other legends filled the ring a couple years ago at WrestleMania, they all stunned the fuck out of the New Day. They all stunned the fuck out of the League of Nations. Like, that part of it isn't an issue. But whether or not he can is almost beyond the point for me. Now, a couple years ago, when they first started doing the Saudi shows, and this, I've, I feel like I'm referencing the Saudi shows a lot, but it's just they're just points of reference. When the Undertaker started doing shows in Saudi, when we thought he was done, whatever. One of the first Saudi shows, Kristen and I, shout out to Kristen, who uh, used to do wrestling stuff with me and now does uh, Flix Fix, but we had a talk about the Saudi show, and half of it was sort of predicting the card as if it was a regular show, and half of it was sort of talking our way around. Um, you know, the issues surrounding the pol the politics involved in doing a Saudi show, etc. And I was sort of trying to talk about why I, why I never mind this type of thing. And it's two reasons, really. A, I'm not the one that's going to tell somebody 
that's given that much entertainment to me. And we were we were talking about Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker at the time. Um, and I said, there's all the logical things that you could bring up. There's all the there's all the botches. There's all the matches that didn't go to plan. There's all the times that Undertaker has passed out and sort of winded himself trying to blow his hair out of his face. There's all the things that have turned out to be a little bit embarrassing or, or you've heard about something backstage or, you know, he's held together with, you know, athletic tape before you go out to the ring. And all of that is true. But at the same time, as a fan, when the gong hits, it doesn't matter. In, in that moment, it, yes, it's the power of nostalgia and WWE leans on the power of nostalgia way too much, but I'm sorry, every other logical thing you could say about why this guy shouldn't come back and try to have another match, if he thinks he can try to have another match, will fall to pieces, literally, when the glass shatters in, in Texas at WrestleMania, if that's the case. And also... On the one hand, I'm not going to care in that moment. That's my that's my first point. That's the point I'm trying to get to. The other half of it is I've been accused of having an ego before, but as I say, as I mentioned a minute ago, I'm the last person that's going to tell somebody who has entertained me for as long as The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, and now Stone Cold Steve Austin have that, no, you can't do that anymore because I've decided you can't do that anymore. I think that shit is ridiculous. And I think if you are out there even trying to formulate the idea that that uh, we are deciding whether these guys should do this or not anymore, it's, it's an arrogance beyond me, and that's saying something. Now, can you have a separate conversation of, do you want to see it? When we, when we saw the several bad incidences with Undertaker, especially in Saudi, uh, Shawn Michaels showing up with no hair, which was weird, uh, Goldberg concussing himself and all that sort of thing. When, when one of these opportunities comes along and you say, do I want to see it? That's a separate conversation. That's a conversation you can have. I don't think you can have the conversation of you shouldn't do that. I, I really don't. I really think that conversation is beyond us. I think that's him, his family, uh, his loved ones and the ones closest to him, and the guy that has to share the ring with him. In this case, it would be Kevin Owens. And I think that falls to Kevin Owens. It's like, okay, if this guy does have any shortcomings, can I make up for those shortcomings? Can I carry him if and when he needs it? I think that's a conversation to have with Kevin Owens. But again, that's Kevin Owens, not us. I think... A, I'm not going to tell him not to do it if he thinks he can do it. B, I'm not going to care when the glass shatters. I come, I come back to that initial point. And yes, as I say, it goes back to the nostalgia. It goes back to WWE using nostalgia as its default weapon. And is that a great thing overall? No. But on the other side of the coin, they use it because it works. I'm sorry. If The Rock comes and the rumor, <coughs> the rumor is next year we're getting Roman versus The Rock. The Rock's been away for so long now, and he's so tied up in so many other things, and everybody thinks he, oh, he left wrestling behind, and roddy, roddy, rod, and oh my god, he could be taking somebody else's spot. I'm sorry. Whether or not The Rock shows up at next year's WrestleMania, the next guy going up against Roman Reigns for that championship ain't gonna be Ricochet. It ain't gonna be Cesaro. It'll be The Rock. It'll be Brock. It'll be somebody on that level. So please don't delude yourself. Please don't make up reasons for it not to happen. You can say you don't want to see it, but don't make up reasons. Oh, if it wasn't for The Rock, Ricochet would have gotten his shot or, or you know, Sami Zayn would have main evented WrestleMania, except no, he wouldn't 
because to put that belt on him, he'd have to go to Saudi, and that's a whole other political pot that I'm not even going to touch. He's, uh, spoiler alert, he's picking up the Intercontinental Championship this Friday. Why do I know that? Because it's already been taped. Why has it been taped? Because they're going to Saudi, and he's not. If, <coughs> if Sami Zayn wasn't Sami Zayn, if they put somebody else in that spot, I guarantee that match would have been on the Elimination Chamber card. And I'm not saying that WWE's wrong for not taking Sami. I'm not saying that Sami's wrong for not going. I'm not saying that in the slightest. But... Unfortunately, in this day and age, in the WWE climate that we've got right now, stuff like that is going to matter. And also, I'm sorry to say, I'm a fan of Sami Zayn. I'm a fan of Ricochet. I'm a fan of Cesaro or anybody else that you guys want to see pushed. I'm a fan of Kevin Owens. But you know what? They're not Stone Cold Steve Austin. They're not The Rock. They're not Brock. And I know it's not popular to stick up for Brock. It's not popular to stick up for Ronda Rousey either. It's not popular to stick up for Charlotte Flair. But I'm sorry, Charlotte Flair is a bigger star than Ricochet. And that shouldn't even be a calculation in the equation. That's sort of where I sit. If, if this happens, A, number one, it's going to be awesome. B, I'm really happy for Kevin Owens. C, I'm really happy for Stone Cold because it'll be a homecoming literally and figuratively for him. And D, it will make a lot more sense to as to why Kevin Owens stayed in the WWE. And E, I, <laughs> I'm sorry, an opportunity like that, not a shot at AEW here, but an opportunity like that does not exist in AEW yet. There is no Stone Cold, Rock, Undertaker, Brock Lesnar... Anybody else you want to mention on that echelon in AEW? The closest they've got is either Chris Jericho or Kevin or um, or John Moxley, and not to be a dickhead, but Kevin Owens has already fought both of them. Festival of Friendship, da 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 da. So this is where the big shit is. This is where Wrest okay. On the larger scale, I'm sorry. This is where WrestleMania is. There is no. AEW puts on fantastic pay-per-views. They only do it four times a year, so yeah, they got a lot more time to work up to a big-ass, cool pay-per-view. AEW is slaughtering the WWE in almost every regard at this point. I'm the I'm the born-and-bred AEW-slash-old-school NXT guy, and I will say that AEW is slaughtering WWE in most respects. But AEW, for the fact that they've only existed for three years, does not have a WrestleMania. And I'm sorry if the choice for me was to go to the really, really shiny new popular company or to stay here where I've got guaranteed money and I can go to an event like WrestleMania and possibly wrestle with somebody like Stone Cold Steve Austin, I'm going to sit in, in tightly in Kevin Owens' corner on this one. And for the AEW, uh, the AEW uh, fans, I'll just say, I was going to come up with something really rude, but I won't. If, you're, if you can't wrap your head around that at this point, then... I don't know what to tell you. You can have your opinion of this match. I think if you stand back and, uh, you know, pull back from the tree and look at the whole forest, shitty metaphor, I know, I think this is awesome. As I say, the only thing that kills this is if it's not true. And if it's not true, I'll be bitching just with like, like the rest of you. So that's that. That's, uh, I didn't think I was going to talk about that for 20 minutes. So let's get on to the other one. Let's get on to my, my favorite AEW roster member who's apparently not an AEW roster you can't see me because this is an audio uh, medium but I'm doing very 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 tight air quotes when I say former AEW 
roster member because the news is the news is what is the news the news is Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes have parted ways with AEW and the speculation begins I haven't read their big like paragraph epitaph uh, manifestos that they've written on social media because you guys know what I think of Cody Rhodes personally now my feelings on Cody Rhodes aside he was one of the four guys that got together and created this thing called AEW that everybody, including me, thought wasn't even going to get off the ground. Everybody, uh, or a lot of people, including me, you know, dug in our, our black and gold cleats into the ground because, you know, yeah, NXT kind of got fucked. Uh, but Cody Rhodes is one quarter of the creation of this new alternative that we have. I'll, I'll use their language. So whatever, whatever success... AEW has right now, Cody Rhodes has a, a as much of a stake in that as, as anybody else. Here's the thing, and this won't be popular and everybody's already, even the nicer people that I speak to online have told me that I'm crazy and it can't be true and rah, 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 till I see something actually happen, till he shows up on Impact or Raw or SmackDown or NXT or the new NXT level up, which looks absolutely retarded and I've only seen screenshots, until he shows up somewhere else or, you know, takes a steaming shit on AEW, like, publicly, this is a work. This is absolutely a work because they're, they're, the, the two rumors are so inextricably linked the, the, that he's quote-unquote left AEW and that overtures have been made by WWE. And I'm sorry. I'm looking in the direction of Eddie Kingston and Jade Cargill and a couple of other people. I like Eddie Kingston. Jade Cargill can go fuck herself. You guys know how I feel about both of them. Eddie Kingston's a badass. I hope he's good. I hope he comes back soon. Um, and they will all tell the story. Oh, you know, you should have heard it. I was just, just days from signing with AEW. WWE was ringing my phone off the hook. And that might be true. It might be true. I have no reason to say that they're lying about that. But they have every reason to lie about that. Not making any accusations. Not making any accusations. Speaking hypothetically. So, to have the the news that he's cut ties, again, for those of you that uh, can't hear, see me, tight air quotes, cut ties, with AEW, I'm sorry, that is the biggest, if you take that at face value, you need to go lick the inside of shopping bags for a little bit and, and, and think about what you're doing. It could be true, it could not be true. Uh, a lot of people have speculated that the the whole thing between Lambert and Brandy Rhodes was something that put them over the edge of the whole thing. Um, rumors circulating that he was distancing himself from the rest of the roster, distancing himself from the rest of the EVPs, spending way too much time on his other projects, etc. All of those, I, I have to treat as rumors, but they sound like things that could happen. Cody Rhodes is a pretty cocky fucker. But to go back to WWE, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think it's a work. I'm laughing at, at how much I think it's a work. But I also want it to be a work. Because... If it's not a work, if it's true, if he has cut ties with AEW, and there's even been any overtures between him and WWE, or coming back to WWE, or anything along those lines, then nobody wins. Because 
that means he's a hypocritical piece of shit, and WWE are, are, are morons and bitches. Because, let's be real, AEW, I said it from the beginning, they, 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 um, they annoy me as much as they impress me. They impress me because they introduced me to brand new wrestlers like Sammy, like the, like the Pillars, MJF, uh, Jungle Boy, Sammy Guevara, uh, Luchasaurus. Uh, I finally get to figure out what a Danhausen is. I see Orange Cassidy, who I didn't like, and now I've, I've completely flipped the script on. Some people that I already knew are doing some cool things in there, like Moxley, like Jericho, um... You know, I get introduced to teams like Santana and Ortiz and all that kind of thing, and they put together these insane pay-per-views where people are killing each other just about every night. But they live and breathe. The blood that pumps through their veins is, hey, check us out, we're cool because we're not WWE. And that's obnoxious. And that comes out of all of them. But that especially, especially comes out of Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes comes out after the show's over talking about, uh, what did you talk about, counter-programming, because WWE Network decided to give a little bit of spotlight to Evolve. Evolve is no... Okay, you're the shiny new thing that people can watch so that they can say that they don't watch WWE. You're the new prime target. You're not going to be taken out in any serious way by an Evolve show. <laughs> that's not a dig at Evolve. That's just where they are. And I thought that was ridiculous. And he came out and he did the, oh, I'm going to break Triple H's throne because I definitely don't just want to be Triple H. He came out with the golden shovel. He had other guys coming out there doing other things. He had, um, you know, Jericho was out there doing the bad things from bad creative or it was a bad, stupid idea from bad creative or whatever. And all of that. And everybody does it a little. Rusev, Rusev or Miro, I should say, came out in his in his weird Gucci Mickey Mouse pajamas, cutting a promo on on WWE, and um, they ended up using some w, some WWE stuff in the Punk MJF feud. Now, because Punk and MJF or Punk and MJF, they made it good, but it doesn't change what they did. But so much of that, so much of that. Uh, you know, all the dialogue about open doors and da-da-da-da-da, most of that came from Cody Rhodes. And, and, and then he got weirder because he was cutting all these promos trying to get over with the woke crowd and he needed to mention in every promo for a little while that his kid was mixed and his wife was black and that somehow made him a better person or a better American when he was facing Anthony Agogo. And just all of this shit that was like, I live and breathe as the anti-WWE guy. So, if WWE even think about opening the door to him, then they are bending over and taking it up the ass. And if he's walking through that door, then he's admitting that he's a hypocritical piece of shit who's also there for the cash. Just And yes, everybody goes to their job to make money. I'm not saying that. But like... The only other thing I can compare it to is, is people are given Lita shit right now because she spoke out initially about WWE going to Saudi Arabia and now she's got herself a world, uh, or sorry, a Raw Women's Championship match in Saudi Arabia. So people are calling her a hypocrite where it's like she was calling out the bad things that were happening and very, very slowly change is happening and she wants to be part of that change. I don't think that makes her a hypocrite. I don't think you can walk into a company that you've spent the past three years making a living, making fun of, and expect to make a paycheck. That makes you a hypocritical piece of shit. 
if you, I, and again, if you're Vince, if you're WWE and you let this guy come back in, you're going to get taken for a ride. I, that is, that is my personal opinion. And, and it shows me that you have absolutely no balls. That's, that, that's just my opinion. And I, I, I wish there was a nicer way for me to say it, but there, there just isn't. So this reeks of a work. Now, have they gone, gone ahead and processed paperwork to say that technically he ended a contract and then has he walked back in the back door of that office and signed a brand new contract so that he can say, yes, this contract is over, but this one in my back pocket is still here. Because, like, I, I can see them doing something stupid like, uh, oh, what did we rake WWE over the coals for? When they got rid of Dolph Ziggler when he walked out in, like, December a couple of years ago, and then he came back in January as the surprise 30th entrant in the Rumble, and it's like, you were barely gone. Like, is he going to say he's left the company now, have this big tearful goodbye, and like I say, write these manifestos on Twitter, and then show back up at Revolution and be like, ha ha ha, gotcha, mic drop, like, I could see him doing something like that, because he's got this weird character, where it's like, I'm not really a face, I'm not really a heel, so I'm gonna act super face just to piss everybody off, like, he's, he's doing, right now, a parody of John Cena, so he's already been Triple H while, t while completely making fun of Triple H, but now he's also being John Cena as a guy who would probably make fun of somebody like John Cena. And let's, let's be real here. Oh, Cody Rhodes, he goes in there and he makes everybody look like a million bucks. No, he doesn't. I'm going to be very careful how I say this because, unfortunately, uh, Brody Lee, we've, we've lost Brody Lee. And, and that's not anything that I'm going to make any kind of joke out of. But when Brody Lee was still with us, what happened? Brody Lee won the TNT Championship off of Cody Rhodes. And everybody said, oh my god, look at Cody Rhodes putting over Brody Lee like WWE never did. But he didn't, because he said, here, hold my belt for a couple weeks. I'm going to go film another show. And then when I come back, I'll, I'll just get that back from you. And then he repeated, I don't even remember who he did it. With. He did it with somebody else as well. He basically came in and he took it back again. Didn't he take it off of... Uh, took it off of Sammy Guevara as well. And then Sammy Guevara had to go against Dusty for the interim Roddy Roddy Ra. And then he got to put him over all over again so that the story could be the, the what the story usually is with the EVPs in, in AEW. And I'm rambling now, but I really hope you guys get my point. I've always gone back when AEW... AEW known for their tag team wrestling, rightfully so, because they have kick-ass tag team wrestling in AEW. If you remember, and this is what, what I base a lot of my, uh, my putting over opinion in AEW on, Young Bucks versus Private Party in the very first, I think it was the very first match of that tournament, but it was the first match in the first round, and Private Party had the shocking win over uh, the Young Bucks. But the story wasn't, hey, Private Party beat the Young Bucks. The story was, oh, aren't the Young Bucks really nice? They gave these guys a win. And that's every Cody, that's the few times that Cody Rhodes has actually lost. That's been the story with him, too. Whereas it should be the other way around. It should be that Sammy Guevara is holding one title on his way to another one. But no, he's beaten Cody Rhodes, and that's immediately been buried so that he can be stuck back in with the with breaking up the inner circle, which they also shouldn't do. I compare it to WWE, to show you that I'm being fair, because co both companies fuck up like this. The Miz. 
The Miz brags about main eventing WrestleMania against John Cena a lot. But let's not forget, and I said this a long ass time ago in a, in an old edi- in an old edition of Grappler's Grab Bag when John was still on the show, I said there's a five-point failure at that WrestleMania because The Miz was the WWE champion defending against John Cena in the main event of WrestleMania and he won. Those are five points. He was the champion, he was defending against John Cena, he was in the main event, it was at WrestleMania, and he won. That should have cemented him in the main event for life, but it didn't because the story coming out of that show was Rock and Cena. Now, Rock and Cena is obviously the bigger story anyway, but The Miz got fucked that night. And every so-called victory that somebody has gotten out of, out of Cody Rhodes has gotten fucked in the same way, the same way as the Bucks did. Because it's not, oh my god, they won. It's, oh my god, look, he put him over. Isn't that nice? And, and it's, it's, a, it's an obnoxious, absolutely obnoxious mentality to have. And it's only because these are, these, are the, these are the heroes. These are the guys that saved us from WWE. If you didn't like WWE, you could just not watch. But Cody Rhodes, the majority of the, po- the, the, majority of the personality of Cody Rhodes, the majority of the population of AEW, and especially the majority of the personality of Cody Rhodes in AEW, has been built on shitting on WWE. So once again, I will say, this is a work. To me, this is obviously a work, because they're saying way too much. They're say- they, there wasn't a simple, like, hey, we've parted ways with Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes, we wish them well in their future endeavors, thank you for their considerations, etc. No, there's all this glowing stuff, and there's all this extra news popping up, and they doth protest too much, as the, as the old impre- expression goes. This is a work. This is so madly, obviously a work. Because if it's not a work, that's worse. And that's all I can say. If this is not a work, and Cody Rose is in any way going back to the WWE, the little bit of respect that I had for him will be gone. The little bit of respect that I have for WWE will be circling the bowl. And I'll be up here talking to you guys about Impact. <laughs> that's that's how that's going to... actually. I'll probably be talking about more AEW, because if he's legitimately gone, the show will be less obnoxious. So we'll see how that goes. Anyways, I didn't know that I was going to get 35 minutes out of just two news stories, but here we are. It's ridiculous o'clock in the morning on Tuesday. You guys will get this Wednesday morning. Hope you guys have enjoyed my rambling. I've done this with literally no paperwork. I don't even know where the Doomy Clipboard of Doom is, and my voice is going as it always does when I tend to ramble. So please, please, I know I've said a lot of things that a lot of people are going to disagree with. This is your chance to tell me down in the box below if you're watching on YouTube or Rumble, or if you're listening to this in Spot- on Spotify, iTunes, etc. Come tell me what you think on uh, Twitter, at SpazPhoenix or at SpazPhoenix1. Find me on, on Facebook at the SpazPhoenix Podcast Facebook group, uh, Instagram, Spaz Phoenix, etc., etc., etc. You know, you guys know where all the stuff is. I'm gonna go now because I've run out of oxygen and I've run out of things to say. I've been Spaz, your YWC reality check. Subscribe up there, talk down there, start a conversation, keep all these conversations going. Don't be a stranger. I will talk to each and every last one of you later, but for right now, by God, I am tagging out. Bye, guys.